Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Off the Field Podcast, episode number 44. So, we had a Savannah Banana on our podcast with Jackson Olsen, so I think it's only fair that we balance things out and we welcome a party animal to the podcast. Everybody, please welcome party animal second baseman, Dustin Baber. How you doing, man? How's it going, Dustin? Glad to be here, man. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining us. It is also the Thanksgiving episode. Thanksgiving is this week. So I wanted to start with what we're thankful for. And uh, yeah, let's just start with that. And I'll go pretty quickly. Just I'm thankful to have this job and be able to do what I love and all the people that it's brought into my life. Uh, Pretty much the same thing. I'll piggyback off of that. Grateful for my friends, grateful for family, and just new opportunities, really. What about you, Dustin? It's got to be the same, but obviously the job's not the same, but uh, just to be able to play again. I was out, I retired for a year and uh, got yeah. the opportunity back with them again. And I'm lucky enough to be continuing to play and just have, I'm thankful for the health that I have mm-hmm. and to keep me going at 26 now. So yeah. I'm, just glad, I'm just glad to have this opportunity. We're playing in front of a million fans this upcoming year and that's just nuts to think about. So I'm yeah. thankful for the fans. How about that? That's the best yeah. answer. I can. You guys as always. And <laughs> oh, yeah. obviously this year is going to be huge for you guys. And uh, also during this time of the year, we have the staple food. So what's the food we all love to – what's the first thing we're hitting on Thanksgiving? Personally, I take ham over turkey every year <laughs> i don't know about you guys as i get older i do gotta agree with that yeah. I, I think i'm more of a ham guy than a turkey but i will say if the turkey's juicy oh yeah it'll be good so we're gonna oh. we're gonna find out this year uh my fiance in the other room she is uh-huh. huge into the ham and i am yeah. not at all. i've always had turkey. <laughs> so this year i'm actually a little nervous because i don't know how it's gonna come out or how it's gonna taste mm. but no the first thing for me is sweet potato casserole my mother yeah. makes it it's phenomenal. It's the first thing that I always eat. It's the first thing that's gone. So yeah. <laughs> 100%, that's got to be what it is. I love stuffing as well. And there's always a pie at Thanksgiving. And I know most people say pumpkin. But once again, I'm going I'm going left on the split road. I like apple pie. If there's apple pie, I'm taking that every single time. It's a hard one to beat. Oh, I'm just having apple pie. I don't need pumpkin. I'll eat all. See, see D- Dustin's my kind of guy because you need that fat ball of ice cream on oh, top. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, 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 unload. I'll, I'll unload. Yeah, I'll unload. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then what about you? What are you taking? What pie? Uh, I got to say pecan. Pecan all the way. Pecan? I love that. That's me. <laughs> and what about you, Dustin? Oh, yeah. No, it's always been apple pie. My great grandfather's his favorite thing in the world was apple mode, and I have it every, every single so, Saturday. We would go have it together. So, hundred percent, love that. Uh, yeah. And I want to know because I'm sure I'm not alone on this. How many times have people told you your name sounds very similar to Justin Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that definitely got old quick in middle school. Yeah. Cause <laughs> as soon as Baby came out, whenever I was oh. in seventh grade. Game over. So the the comparison was made very very quickly, and mm. now there's a couple of clips online that got a little viral for foul balls, and everyone was really confused. And they yeah. said Dustin Bieber fouled out to a fan, but everyone thought it was Justin Bieber, and <laughs> you know it it's it's not it's not the worst comparison you can get in the no. world, I guess. I mean, I'll take that. Yeah, because when I attended a game at Rancho Cucamonga earlier this year, we did not know each other yet, so I kept hearing your name over the system. I'm like. Are they saying Justin Bieber? <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, Dustin Bieber. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, we're three letters off, but no one out. Never one can ever tell the difference. It's it's great. We look the yeah. same too, so that's great. <laughs> but today's episode, today's story is about Dustin Baber, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to start by asking you what your baseball journey has been like from little league to high school to North Carolina A and T to performing trick plays for the party animals. Yeah, that's a that's a heck of a journey. Um, yeah. So. Little League, I grew up, I was always a second baseman, really short guy. I'm only 5'9", uh, with cleats on, I'm 5'10", but I don't tell anyone that. But I'm really short. I've always been like the smaller runt of the litter, I guess you could say. High school, I was mainly a pitcher, shortstop, and yeah. I got to college, Daytona State first off, which I love those guys over there, the Falcons, mm-hmm. always. Um, and I was a pitcher for the first two weeks, and a very known story that I tell everyone is, I walked in the office and told the coach, I said, I'm done pitching. I can't pitch. I had Tommy John surgery in, uh, in 10th grade. So that was a little bit traumatizing. I got a little nervous on the mound. So then I said I was playing shortstop. And somehow, some way, I got the starting spot that season. Played really well, did really well. He, uh, I came back the next year and won that award up there that you just gave out to some people. Or you were there. Yes, the gold gloves. That award sitting up there. Um, yes. Got that award my second year and got an amazing oh, yeah. offer from North Carolina A&T. And went and played there. Uh, first year, hit around 330. Had a lot of rumors going around about possibilities on making it to that next level. Yeah. Um, nothing came to fruition at that point. But then, uh, yeah, then the second my, – my final year came around. Obviously, COVID ruined that other year, which was nuts. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if I was coming back or what that whole situation was. But – Came back, I think I had like 12 games left, 13 games left, and uh, my shoulder gave out mm-hmm. and on a play up the middle and a partially torn labrum, which is great, mm-hmm. amazing. And all those teams, all those teams that I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't talked with, they uh, kind of disappeared pretty quickly. Yeah. So then I retired, like I said, for a year and I went and lived with my girlfriend, now fiance in Tampa and... Mm-hmm. We were sitting on the couch watching videos on TikTok like everyone else does. And yeah. yeah, she said that I fit the role perfectly and I should see if I could sign up. Yeah. Found a sign up sheet, which I came to find out later wasn't supposed to be active. No one was supposed to be able to <laughs> no one no one oh. was supposed to be able to touch that link. I, <laughs> yeah. I found it like on the back side of the website. Don't know yeah. how it ever got found, but put my information in. Barry Allridge, amazing individual in the bananas organization. He saw what I, uh, he saw like my background and thought that I could be a fit. So he invited me to a tryout in August of that year and yeah. went up, had a good tryout, showed some stuff I guess they like. So I played in the summer series and then I initially didn't get invited back for last year's tour. I came out to a tryout in November and that's when I dressed up like the leprechaun that everyone sees now. Yeah. And they saw that buy-in to being a character and like being, having that crazy creative mentality on the trick plays and they brought me on and then I got to perform in front of 500,000 people this past year and travel around the country and yeah live a live a dream out that I thought was dead yeah I feel like everything happens for a reason so all that journey led you to this point and I gotta say like you're it's a dream to play for a team like this so that was the baseball journey where did you grow up I grew up in Polk County, uh, 863 area code. A couple of known names out of there is uh, McCutcheon, uh, Andrew McCutcheon and D. Gordon. But outside okay. of that, it's a really small county, really small town in Babson Park, Florida, mm. where you would drive. It's not, they don't even have stoplight. 
Oh wow! No, ain't no way. <laughs> Everyone says you have a single stoplight, but I don't have one. Like we have a, yeah. we have an elementary school, a fire station, and a church all in the same corner, and wow. that's the whole town. Like it's very, very small, <laughs> very, very low key, and like you'd you'd miss it if you blinked. And it, I loved it though because growing up in a small town, I didn't have to deal with like the big cities and stuff. And now mm. going around the country like this, I'm in I'm in awe every day of just so, seeing how big these places are. How far is Orlando from you? Because that's where my dad was born and raised. Okay, so that was that would be about an hour north of me. Okay. Yeah, so an hour. And, yeah, so the, our biggest uh, claim to fame is we're right next to uh, Florida's Natural, which is all the orange juice that you guys would ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right on the border of our uh, town. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, nice. that's our Are you a pulp guy or no pulp? No pulp. If you. Yeah, hey, that's brain, my guy. I'm gonna lose my mind. I, can't. I agree. <laughs> And uh, wanted to know, what's your favorite team or, you know, who was your favorite player growing up? So for me, um, Derek Jeter, I'm a Yankees fan through and through. My mother's born and raised in New York. So if I wasn't a Yankees fan, I probably wouldn't have a family. Um, <laughs> no, she, uh, uh, Derek Jeter, always the, actual, uh, the yeah. absolute profession. But whenever I got older, I developed a new, uh, new favorite player, which is Anilton Simmons. Oh, nice. I was nice. I was a defensive defensive first guy through and through all all day every day and uh, just watching what he did on the field it was absolutely nuts to look at so yeah. that's where I that's my favorite player yeah I you know you're really good at defense if that's one of your strongest suits and people love you for it I loved in drawing Simmons and I didn't need his bat to be good because his glove was so stupendous. And even Martin Maldonado, he yeah. won a gold glove with us in 2017 because that defense he had behind the plate was miles above all the other catchers. And I was like, you don't need to hit for me. Just play that great defense, and I love you for that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I also I also put on a question sticker on my story saying what stadiums people would like to go to, and you answered Yankee Stadium. Have you not been there? So I've been to both the old and new Yankee Stadium, okay. and I just have this uh, the obvious dream of every Yankees fan is to be on the field and play on the field. So yeah. North Carolina A&T's stadium is the War, uh, War Memorial Stadium. Yes. That is where Derek Jeter played minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very hard to find out, but yeah. he played there, so that's the connection that I have with it, and I'm like, I can't believe I played shortstop where he played shortstop, so... Just yeah. having that dream of being on the field where all of those people that I watched growing up, the Bernie Williams, like mm-hmm. Robinson Cano, A-Rod, Mark Deshare, all these guys, I watched them play on the field. And just to be yeah. on that same field, it's it's just wild to think about. So that's the dream come true, if that ever happens. Oh, yeah. And being a part of the most entertaining form of baseball, you also developed your own character. You are the leprechaun of banana ball, sporting your green vest, chugging many beers, and even hitting us with a jig. <laughs> how many, or how did you come to this creation? So, like I said um, earlier, is that they didn't initially invite me back. Mm-hmm. And it's because I didn't separate myself. And they always say it, you have to make yourself different. You have to make yeah. yourself something that people want to see. And I knew in the summer series, I didn't do that. It was very clear to me. So I went back home, developed some new tricks, some new things that no one's ever seen before. But then I also saw that it wasn't still separating myself enough. So I, I was like, well, I see guys in costumes and characters and things like that. And lo and behold, I, I was like, I'm a redhead. I'm sure <laughs> I play second base. Like it's, it's a, it's a dream come true. And, uh, 
yeah, that whole the character came to be what it was whenever I wore it to that tryout. And then yeah. uh the drinking beer, I'm giving credit to Zach Frangelo. Okay. Uh, the directed <laughs> team because initially I was just taking it in the happy go lucky like leprechauns, but then he mm. said that a real a real leprechaun is gonna have those drinks and everything going on. <laughs> and yeah, he was like, Hey, what do you, how do you feel about drinking a beer? And I'm like, I I can do it. I'm not yeah. bored. I mean, sure. And he's like, All right, we have this idea. So we're gonna throw it at you. <laughs> what are you chugging? What's your beer of choice? My beer of choice is a Mick Ultra. I okay. found oh, it, yeah. and it's it has like the taste itself, whenever it comes to chugging, I don't really taste much on the way down. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the it's the activity afterwards. Yeah. So being able to <laughs> swing and hit and run and do all these things afterwards. I got to find the lightest thing I can find on my stomach. <laughs> and I did a Guinness one time because I was called out by a couple people over in Ireland. That's yeah. a true, a true Irishman would have done that. So I did it and it was the worst, <laughs> the worst running to first base. Like it was miserable. Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. But no, I, it's a Mick ultra and I absolutely love doing it because people mm. go crazy and nuts for it and they love seeing it. So I'll yeah. do it every day of my life. <laughs> No, I get that. We uh, one time. I'm never gonna do this again. We had Shake Shack before one of our softball games one time. I felt so heavy and sluggish the rest of that game. And I was like, you know, we're never eating before this. Always after. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> anyway. I had Chinese food one time, bro. China, yeah, I'm sure that Chinese food sucks. <laughs> no, that uh, just having there, there. Uh, Josh Chalevsky, an amazing. Mm-hmm worker for the man is he's one of the uh, guys in the booth mm-hmm. he is uh he's coming up with the stats because it it's believed that i hit better whenever <laughs> i drink beer and it's and it's actually statistical breakdown is coming out and <laughs> from what i've heard it's upwards of like 100 points no <laughs> this is what i've heard i don't have the actual numbers i wish i did he's still working on it but yes there is a there is a breakdown of me hitting a hundred points better after having a beer. I love that because that just supports that rumor when people are like, "No, nah, dude, I play way better when I'm drunk, like in beer pong and like flip." <laughs> I love it. You always do better when you're in a few. Yeah. Now, um, Dustin, who would you say on the on the team you have the best bromance with? The best bromance, uh, Tanner Thomas. Uh, okay. Me and Tanner, and I know he has. Or, I'd say Tanner Thomas on the field like within the job mm-hmm. yeah. i definitely believe like he's the closest we do a bunch of videos together that everyone sees yeah um really close can always call on him but off the field i would go with reese hampton or chase okay. Acuff. one of those two reese hampton or chase Acuff, because me and chase live together we work up the middle together it was a very very easy bromance to have there but then uh reese hampton we both really like golf we both like playing video games we both like so this off season, I've definitely spent a lot of time talking to Reese and hanging nice. out with that guy online. So I definitely say Hampton, and he's an absolute gem on the field. But he's a great guy. What are the games you guys are playing right now? Uh, playing the new Call of Duty that came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yep. Text my girlfriend uh, three weeks earlier, <laughs> or my fiance, and said I will be unavailable for this weekend. And I, play, I played way too many hours that weekend. But no, we yeah. uh. We play Call of Duty together. We played uh, a couple new games that came out. We just enjoy being online, playing video games together. That's it. Yeah. I mean, whatever we play. Yeah. You're in control of the Ox in the Clubhouse. What kind of music are you playing? If I'm okay, so I actually have a 
I, I stream every day on TikTok and I have uh, a playlist. It yeah. is only 2000s old oh, hits. Oh, yeah. It's old it. hits, like 2000s to 2010 in that range. It's all the hits. And it's just because the vibes back then were immaculate. Like you yes. couldn't beat, you couldn't beat this music because you never, you can't have a sad face when you do it. It just puts a smile on your face. So hundred percent, two thousands. I think we're all in the same mindset. You were born 97, correct? 96. 99. So we, we were all growing up in the same childhood, basically. <laughs> you can't go wrong with it. And there's always songs you can play. Like we all know the ones that everyone can throw on. And everyone, even if you don't know word for word what it is, you're still going to rock out to it. And that's mm -hmm. how it should be. I agree. We also talked to Jackson before this episode. And I asked him if uh, he could give us anything to ask you. And he called you the trick play king. He said, you're working on some new ones. And one specifically where you bounce it between your legs barehanded, which I believe you shared on your Instagram. It, was it the Juicy J? Is that the one he's referring to? Yes, that is it. So last year I did that exact same trick, but I didn't uh -huh. do it while jumping in the air. Uh -huh. So I thought, obviously we went to the off season and they were like, you got to push the envelope next year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. So I went back. I have like seven new ones that you would see in that video. Mm -hmm. And number one for me is a, that one where I took the normal bounce between the legs to the bare hand. And I said, if I jump right before I bounce it, the ball goes perfectly between my legs and I'm in the air and I can go straight into a jump throw. And yeah, that right there is, a, yeah, it's, it's definitely putting the, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I don't know anything crazier I can do without <laughs> being an actual, like being an acrobat. But yeah. that right there is a pushing the jump throw Derek Jeter again, pushing it to the limits. I just want to say to any doubters also, I will always believe baseball is the hardest sport to play. So oh. try doing that and then add on top of what they do. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. What's uh, one of your favorite like trick plays to perform? So for me, um, my favorite trick play personally, because like I said, a huge Derek Jeter fan, the first ever trick play I came up with was the jump throw between the legs, mm -hmm. which was on uh, TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. But it, it was the very first one I came up with because initially whenever I said I'm going to come up with trick plays, my my first thought was let me go back to the seven and a half foot rim dunk contest I would have with my friends growing up. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, what did we do that was crazy? Mm -hmm. And that was the first one. It, it, in dunk form, it's called an East Bay for everyone mm -hmm. that didn't know that. Yeah. But it was just a really easy one. I said, I can do that with a ball and, and I can do that and make a throw. And then I got put over at second, which thank God, because my arm couldn't hold short anymore. And <laughs> that throws a lot shorter. And it, again, it's just that right there is my favorite one of all time. But the one, the 360 jump throw that came as just a joke at first. And then I figured out how to do it. And now I believe that's kind of like a signature that people know me for, mm -hmm. I believe. And that's just me being crazy and wacky as I can be. Nice. Is there a personal favorite skit or dance for you or the team that you've done? So there's two. Okay. And the first one is the alien abduction of bat that I had <laughs> in, in uh, Texas. Now that was just nuts yeah. because I, they don't, for anyone that doesn't know, they don't tell us before the day of. Like okay. this was like, I, so there are some where like you work on them for a week and those are like big parts. Mm -hmm. 
but mostly you learn the day of what you're doing. And okay. so I came into I came into the meeting before the game, and they were they were like, "All right, we got an uh, we have a walk up for Baber." And I was like, "Oh, here we go." And <laughs> they they gave me the suit, and they said, "We want you to do an at bat like you're being abducted, and like you don't want to be there." And I was like, yeah. "All right." So they gave me the trust in that, and I uh, completely bought into it. And the video came out amazing. I was so terrified. But no, that's 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 one of them. And the other one is Yeet Skirt. It is my favorite because it's the dumbest one I've done. <laughs> but it was the most fun to do because uh, originally Reese Hampton was supposed to do it a couple of cities before that. But he didn't want to do it. He was like, I just don't I, I can't get into it. <laughs> so then they were like, does anyone want to do it? I was like, absolutely. Yeah. So then I just started I started going crazy and yeah. just bought into it. And then the video came out great. And I just. Everyone said it looked stupid, but I didn't care. It was just a personal pride moment. Love that. And I know I'm the one left out of hitting an inflatable because he, a couple Halloweens ago, was a party pooper inflatable. <laughs> and he was like a giant toilet. Best part too, Dustin, I thought I was being original and I showed up with it. And oh, yeah. one of our uh, other softball players just showed up with the exact same thing on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Double deuce. <laughs> Jackson uh, also wanted us to tell you he refuses to hit you any more ground balls this year. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> so we uh, video is coming out soon where we went over like our past, uh, our favorite trick plays of this past season. Yeah. And if we go back and look at him, I had 93 on the season. I would say at least 30 of them are him. <laughs> and it's it, it it's just he hits a lot in the second base him ryan cox the shortstop yeah. um and michael deeb yeah those are the three names that kept being it just kept popping up and i mean hey if they hit me the ball i'm gonna try and do something crazy and he they and i will say this he's got a lot for me as well like i don't yeah. want him to kind of just point the finger and not accept like I hit a lot of ground balls to him and Ryan Cox every single game. So it, it, it weighs itself out. Hey, we're putting on a show, and whenever we hit it to each other, good things are going to happen. So, I mean, having those opportunities by him and Cox and Deeb, it just makes the show even better. Yeah. And I mean, got to say, Jackson, just the physics of baseball, you're left-handed. I mean, if he's playing on the right side of the infield, your Makes spray sense. chart majority going to go to that side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, when we had him on also, the schedule for the Bananas in 2024 had not been released. It is now public to everybody. And the huge news is that you guys are going to six MLB ballparks. Houston, D.C., Philly, Miami, Cleveland, and Fenway freaking Park. <laughs> How excited are you and which park are you most excited to play in? So I'm not, I don't, I can't say anything on the roster side. So I'm not okay. going to say if I'm going or not because okay. of, because of, uh, I was told not to, which is great. It's very fun to have to hold on to information, but that'll be released <laughs> on this in the first week of December. But okay. with the chance of playing these stadiums, I'm a baseball fanatic. So mm -hmm. Fenway is going to be, nuts just to think about and that's always yeah. been like that that's always been the peak for jesse cole is yeah, that he right. wants fenway he, uh, that there's a whole story you can go watch it on him just mm. his dad and baseball and boston and everything like that so yeah just him getting back to there is absolutely it, it's just amazing to hear about but then more so it's fenway park like you just said like it's the yeah. it's one of the if not 
the most known baseball fields in mm-hmm. of all time. And yeah. we're taking the show of banana ball to that mm-hmm. field. Like I could, I'm going to have to drink a beer on home plate <laughs> Dude. at oh, Fenway. Yeah. Like I don't like, it's just saying those words out loud. It doesn't feel real and it won't feel real even when it's happening. It'll take mm-hmm. like a month for us to figure out what's going on. Yeah. If you get that opportunity, I know you got to go ham with the whole beer and leprechaun everything in boston you know how much yeah with the celtics out there and say sam Adams, it's sacred grounds you, you just gotta that's where it's gonna hit the most i would say and also i will be attending the game in cleveland so i what? hope to see you out there and i yeah you're invited we have six tickets we need to cover so. oh yeah dude i'm games so <laughs> i would love for you to join me on that trip i'll take you up on that and oh, yeah. um i hope to see you out there as well man and i am very glad you did this interview with us today and uh we ran through our notes pretty quickly <laughs> i would say but uh obviously like i said earlier in the video we had our banana now we have our party animal and I'll ask you this too. What do you think with the addition of the firefighters? I think it's great. I think yeah. that they're they're making these strides where mm. you have, like you saw on Halloween, kids are playing or they're dressing up like us. Yes. They're dressing yeah. up like these banana ball players and they're trying to attach onto them mm-hmm. and the players, but they haven't seen their person yet. And I think the firefighters and the next team that comes up after that like they're just going to start gravitating more and more. So I think it's a great idea. I think yeah. they're going to get their footing. I don't know what the team's going to be. I don't know how the team's going to be. I don't know anything about the team or who's on it. Yeah. But I do know that adding that team into there is just going to create this other dynamic of the other team and like the underdog because they're not solidified, obviously. We won the tour. I'll say that Ooh. for Jackson. <laughs> we won the tour. We made the comeback in Cooperstown. But having that, having that, uh, just having that other team there, it's gonna be fun because it was fun seeing each other every day. But having yeah. that other team to look forward to playing is just gonna be a little. It's gonna create a little dynamic. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm excited just to see how this year turns out. I mean, it's. Uh, it's. We're pushing boundaries every season, and this mm-hmm. is just another one we're pushing. I think I can undoubtedly say this will be the biggest year for banana ball since its creation. Yeah. New team, MLB ballparks, tons of talented players on every single team. It's going to be crazy in 2024 for sure. Yeah. These and, guys are buying in. Let me tell you, they got, mm-hmm. we got a couple of, uh, the tryouts. I attended the Daytona beach tryout just to help mm-hmm. out. And cause I was yeah. in town and let me tell you the talent that came out and the talent mm-hmm. that's being brought into this organization it's no longer like the college kids that didn't make it. It's no longer like the high school uh, baseball player. Like Mm -hmm. they're bringing in some amazing talent and they're like, the guys are buying into the dances, trick plays, like the whole thing, the walk-ups. And it's amazing to see, like I was a baseball fanatic, like I said. So I always believed in like, keep it how it is. But then stepping my foot into here, it's infectious. Like you, it's hard not to want to get up and dance and do these things. And mm-hmm. now we're seeing that amazing baseball talent. Those guys are wanting to have fun again. And yeah. that's what they're getting out of this is they're still amazing. Like Reese Hampton hit 370 on the season, mm-hmm. 98 hits, like yeah. incredible numbers. But then also he did like six viral walk-ups. 
and he did all the dances in center field and he did like yeah. guys of that caliber are having fun again and it's just in, it's incredible like i can't believe to how far it's gone and i can't tell you how far it's gonna go because this thing's just the they say it's in the first inning and mm-hmm. then they can't be any more right because i know one day banana ball is gonna be played in every major league stadium yeah it's gonna yeah. happen like they yeah. announced a cruise at the end of the year yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like there's no boundaries on what they're willing to do and I just, I'm just excited. I just want to be part of it until I can't anymore. So we'll see what's yeah. going on. I mean, we'll see. So, so that's another question I have every year. Do you have to try out to keep your spot on the team? So players that play in the season prior yes. don't have to try out because I mean, let's be honest, you had that whole season to show what you had. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not like you can just reinvent the wheel and bring something mm-hmm. to the table. We, you gave, you gave us 80 games to try and show you something. Mm-hmm. But anyone that played uh, in the summer series, anyone that played earlier on with the Bananas mm-hmm. will be able to try out again. So if you play in the season prior to, you won't have to try out. They'll just go off of what you just did. Mm-hmm. But anyone before 2023 tour, yeah, they will yeah. try out. And they all did. There was a couple of guys that are returners. Mm-hmm. Um but then a lot of the guys are frontier league. A lot of these guys are like in these independent leagues that saw the saw the game and wanted to be a part of it. So, I they do an amazing job of taking care of the guys that were part of it already, yeah. and they're doing an even a more amazing job of taking care of the guys that are stepping into this now, knowing that hey, they're gonna have to like hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah, and and honestly anybody that says they are not messing with banana ball or they're like oh that's not baseball go to a game i've loved it before i went to a game i just love the entertainment aspect combining it with one of my favorite sports because we got people in the softball crew that are like nah that's not baseball i'm like dude go to a game go to a game and then tell me what you think no, legit, then, like, like exactly yeah. like Dustin said earlier, yeah. you know, a lot of baseball purists, they're very like, no, the game has to be played like this, this, mm-hmm. this, nothing's going to change. Like, I remember people were bugging out over the, the changes that MLB did just oh, the yeah. past couple of years. And yeah. although some of it is a little weary, it's always good to try something new and change is always good. Mm-hmm. No, we hear the comments every day. Yeah. We hear them that it's not real baseball or you guys could never do that in baseball or anything along the lines of like that it's not the same game but yeah. we're just trying to tell people to realize that this is the same exact game but not the one they're playing on the major league where it's they're mm-hmm. very serious we're playing the backyard baseball version we're playing mm-hmm. the when you were 10 years old and you were out there saying big poppy's coming up to the plate and you're getting all happy and excited mm-hmm. like we're yeah. playing that game that we played when we were kids and i'm actually very happy that I'm not going to say I'm very happy I got hurt, but I'm very happy that my life took this turn because Mm -hmm. I was stressed out every day in my senior year of trying to make stats and trying to get picked up and trying to have this next step. But whenever it comes to this game, the stats don't matter. I've said it multiple times in interviews. I had a game where I went 0 for 4 with three strikeouts this past year, but the Mm -hmm. kids came up to me in a line and they wanted my autograph and they wanted to know how I did the trick play in the sixth inning. Like, The stats take such a back seat that there's no more concern, no more stress, no more worry about how did I hit today. It's yeah. more so I'm going out there and having an amazing time, having fun, and that puts on the best show. And usually it ends up with the best baseball being played. And that's where yeah. a lot of these guys 
finally let loose and they just go and perform at an amazing, amazing rate. Yeah, the entertainment and the fans' first approach is something I will always love. You guys are having the parade and the walkthrough to the field every game, and then after the game, you guys hang around, meet the fans, sign autographs. I love it all. I love everything about Banana Ball, and any of you guys that do it are obviously amazing and great at what you do. So, no, they're amazing. Yeah. Every guy in this organization, they, they do a good job of picking the guys because – some guys, they could be amazing baseball players, but they're they're not going to buy in. If they're not going to be part of the show and really buy into all the things that's going on, every part of the job, then it's just not a fit. And it's nothing against the personal. It's not against the person. It's just you got to want to be out there, put on that show. And like there are days, and you're going to see it if you watch the Banana Land documentary that's going mm-hmm. out every week. You're yeah. going to see it. In California, I was not happy. We lost. We lost six in a row, three of which yeah. we should have won. Like I was not. I was not a happy camper because I had a really bad game that I felt like cost us the game. Yeah. But I got reminded real quick by uh by our coach Sam Playcamp. He's like, you're not here to compete and have like that crazy amazing game. You're here to put on a show. Yeah. And that's what your job needs to be. And remember that. And once people like once these players coming in remember that then they'll really exceed in this in this organization i'll end on this question what is your favorite change from ser- like rules wise from chain serious baseball to banana ball something that doesn't exist in mlb that banana ball has put into their game so i'm gonna say and this is and i'm gonna say it even though i don't want to say it my favorite my favorite rule is the foul ball it's oh, the foul yeah. ball being caught. And it's not because, like, it's the most famous rule. It's because it's genuinely breaking the wall. It's breaking the barrier between the fans and the and the players. Like, you're part of the game now. Like, because, yes, I can go sign stuff in the stands with you for five minutes, but that doesn't make you feel like you're part of the game. But yeah. the knowledge of if a ball comes to you and you catch it, you just made an out on the in the game, like that right there, that chance yeah. is just – it literally will – fester in these people's minds and you'll see people out there for with gloves sprinting around the concourse trying to be part of it yeah. and it i pretty famously got out 10 the game on a line drive which a lot of people saw i don't know was, was that the one in california oh, so that was in uh canapolis i don't know where that was i believe it was in canapolis okay. if i'm not mistaken it was in somewhere i forget i'd have to go back and look at it but yeah i hit a change up Oh, uh, oh, one change up and a line drive. It wasn't a fly ball. I'll say that yeah. I hit it hard. I did my job. Yeah. But this guy, Kalani, I still know his name. I still talk to him. Uh, he, uh, he put an amazing snag on it. And like to end the game, we talked, and that yeah. was like a talk we had at the beginning of the year. Like that right there was one of those like unicorn moments. Mm-hmm. Like if that happens, it's amazing. Like no one can write that. No one can do anything. Like no one can predict that. Yeah. And uh, it, obviously I don't want it to, be, I didn't want it to be me. But <laughs> I uh having that happen and then seeing Kalani get on the field and the smile on his face, like yeah. that was insane. And then seeing the reaction that it got online where Kalani became an overnight sensation because of it, like that right there, it was it was it takes your breath away to see how much of a reach this game that is basically two random teams playing against each other seeing how much of a reach that game has. And it's, it, yeah. it's just dumbfounding to think about every day. 
No, yeah. I got to agree with you on that about breaking the wall between the field and the fans. And even when I attended, like, you know, I'm so used to watching MLB that I'm like, oh, foul ball. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This could actually be something. That's what it does. It it gets your mind racing. Like we've had, we've had, a, I think they had over 50 this year, foul ball outs. And my, so my concern, the San Francisco Giants, amazing organization. They had us out to one of their games. Mm-hmm. And well, we're not playing there, but seeing the yeah. stands, there could potentially be double digit outs and foul balls next year <laughs> in these major league parks because a lot of these balls we're hitting now, they're getting over the roof. They're getting mm-hmm. out. Yeah. No balls are getting out of these stadiums. Like they're uh-huh. all in play. And like I know yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm one of the culprits that hit a lot of foul balls and work the count and <laughs> It's it's a little nerve wracking, but I mean, to get the fans involved, that's all it's about. Like, we want these fans to go home and say, "I had the best time of my life at this baseball game," and that's just another way they do it. Also, the the ball four sprint. By the way, I'm yeah. just saying that like the ball four sprint is just an amazing rule. It's because mm-hmm. it it takes away the walk that everyone gets boring. Like now you see ball four, mm-hmm. it, it, like awesome. you still yeah you're on the edge of your seat <laughs> a little bit. So yeah. That just, it just switches the flips the script a little bit and I like that. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Dustin. That was a great episode. And uh I'm glad we got to know each other. This is literally the first time we've talked in person. <laughs> so, and you, uh man. it all started because you reached out on two of my videos. You were like, You gotta have the leprechaun. You commented on them. You were like, You gotta have the leprechaun. And I was like I was like, Of course. <laughs> no, so, I- I uh, I had seen you a couple times on social media, and I really like the uh, I like the videos. I like like the message behind them. And I also like the energy that came with it. And I was like, I saw Jackson on his video. Or I saw uh, the Jackson podcast, and I was like, that would be really cool to do that. So then I saw one of your videos pop up. I was like, I'm gonna message him out, and that's that's where we're at now. I had to go ahead and shoot his guy shoot. So I yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Thank you so much. I cannot wait for the next season. And thank you, all of you. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Same with you, Dustin. Have a great Thanksgiving. Um, Remember, audio, Spotify, 2 p.m. on Thursdays, MOBO. Ladies and gentlemen, YouTube videos hit always at Friday at 2 p.m. So don't forget to like, subscribe, make sure notification bell's on. And we'll see you in the next one. for our boy Dustin, too. You got socials, TikTok, Instagram, everything. Everything's going to be below. (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah, it's... Ninja underscore ninja. I got to change that name really quick. But uh, yeah, Ninja Ninja, it's on all platforms. It's too long. I, I got to get one that's a little bit easier. No, it's like, perfect. I think it's, it's good. Cool. Yeah, the Ninja Ninja on uh, all, all social media platforms. And uh, yeah, check your boy out. All right. We will see you guys in episode 45.